This is the Blatcast, a sometimes fast-paced but usually meandering look at the world. So kick back, get ready for quite possibly the longest one hour to perhaps the shortest two hours and 56 minutes of your life. And now, here's Christian Blatt. Welcome to the Blatcast. Very exciting. Uh, This is uh, probably the... uh, Tom Kelly is with me here in my kitchen. So the the old uh, Jeopardy episode of Cheers... Who are three people who have never been in the <laughs> Tom Kelly is not one of the answers to those. Uh, and this is the uh, not the first time that Tom Kelly has been on the show, but this is the first time Tom Kelly's been on the show while I'm not wearing shoes uh, or socks. And I, in all fairness, me neither. Yeah, that's true. I, I'm barefoot entirely, but you're, you're at least uh, classy enough to be wearing some socks. Mm-hmm. And new ones, too. I, I, that's Did how you I buy them when you got out here. No, I bought them in New York because I had a little case of athlete's foot, and I figured that'd be the cure. Oh. New socks. Yeah. Well, thanks for not sharing the athlete's foot. With no, me. yeah, I'm a fun guy. Uh, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's because you wanted that, didn't you? Uh, our pal Dominica Saxon, he messaged us a little bit before we got started, and he said that uh, he was going to be on a worthless conference call and not able to join us. But now he's saying, I told the VP. They had a conflicting meeting with an L.A. producer and got out of the meeting. Uh, And then on a side note, the movie Two Days in the Valley is worth watching. Now, the reason he says that is because the live stream of this episode, Blackcast 490, by the way. Holy shit. The the episode title is Two Weeks in the Valley. I'm fudging the facts a little bit, but essentially, Tom Kelly has been spending uh, two weeks in the valley. And uh, I, I thought that the only way to really get started uh, at a podcast with Tom Kelly is, of course, to play his theme song. <laughs> I love this song. Do you love it? It's funny. I've, I do. I've rotated it out for a bit. I, I don't know how. Why would you rotate this out? Because I would sing it to myself uh, in a way that I. There you go. Yeah, I felt like, you know what, when you have a theme song, folks, and, and listen, if you and want I, a theme I do, song. I by the way. You, I have one. Yeah. I actually played your theme song on my podcast at the end of that. Uh, so, I mean, he's talking about uh, the Tom Kelly Show, episodes 188 and 189. You had me on back-to-back uh, you know, very recently, before you came out here to L.A. Or- so, like, uh, so, the difference between my podcast and the black cast is uh, I like three the, hours. About <laughs> Yes, uh, it's a twenty minute. I try to keep it at eighteen minutes. It yeah. turns into twenty to twenty-four. Yeah. And Christian was very kind to help me stockpile a few shows, and then I got busy and just aired all the evergreen shows in one shot. Well, that was actually not. That was an unintentional ding. Yeah, I, I thought that those might have sat around for months, but uh, you needed them sooner, uh, and so the bat signal went up, or the blat signal. The blat. <laughs> I've actually made that joke. Have you? No, but there's got to be a list of puns for this. Like, first of all, how have you not called it? Like, you don't have a subtitle. Why don't you call this the dad cast, the black cast, the best dad cast? There was actually an idea of doing a dad cast with with, uh, a couple different people. Uh, One of them, our pal Jason Blair, who lives in Texas, he has triplets who are seven. Uh, and I'm sure that, uh, it's taken about 70 years off his life. Uh, you know, so, but it's okay because he was going to live to 200 for some reason. Now, now, the science. now, have your fans ever taken a tour of your home before? No. And I think my wife would, uh, murder me if I took people around our house. Would your wife be okay if I described it? You could describe the house. Okay. Sure. Because it that's, is the, that's fine. Yeah. it is the perfect like parent house, uh, for people who would enjoy podcasts. It is a mix of 
of pop culture paraphernalia uh, and uh, old photographs of uh, beloved ones. And then uh, just children screwing up the awesome decorations with their stuff. Like no, it is. It's a DAGCast I've, studio. I've uh, used the other wall a number of times. And right now there's not much there. But it, it was covered in mostly Felix's, but Felix and Lucy's like artwork from school. And uh, for all of 2021, we had the picture of uh, Martin Luther King that he had uh, colored in at school. And he fortunately uh, chose the, the appropriate crayons. Uh, he had some good <laughs> teachers there at his preschool that made oh. sure that we didn't have a uh, purple Martin Luther King. Yeah, I, I uh, feel like that's a chance for a kindergartner to get canceled. Yeah, yeah, he was close. That's risky. Yeah, he, That's risky. He might have reached for the wrong crayon. <laughs> it was an it was an old box of crayons, so they had one that said flesh. So he actually thought that he was doing the right thing, but he learned, and that's the important part. Um, we played a little bit of the Tom Kelly theme song. Now, what? How did that come about? Did you go up to? Was that a street performer? Yeah. Was that uh, was that an outtake from a Jack White recording session? No. Uh, it was a, the one sentence story. Is uh, I'm on the six train in New York City uh, on a day of uh, pandemic wandering. You know, this mm -hmm. is about a year ago when the numbers were higher. People were afraid of going out. New York was now, a little. Let creepier. me just interrupt. Were you double masked or triple masked at that point? Oh, I was single masked. Okay. I'm a yeah, single so mask. You didn't, you didn't really care. Okay, no, uh, no, I care. Here's what here's what I feel about masks is uh, I want everybody else to wear one. Yep. And, okay, I'm with you on that. Sure. And I'm forever going to wear a mask on the subway. Oh, uh, I'm forever going to wear a mask on the plane. And people are like, oh, why are you wearing a mask on the subway? I'm like, people poop here, even if COVID is cured. <laughs> This is not a healthy place to be right now. And New York, I'm not saying it's falling apart because uh, certain aspects are really getting better, but then certain aspects really are not. And one of which is apparently uh, you have to wear a mask on the subway unless you're smoking crack, meth, or a uh, cigarette. Oh, yeah, or marijuana. What about what about all four? You know, we have we as humans have many orify orifices. <laughs> not quite sure. I, I I am going to use the word orify, correct do. or not? Please yeah. Do. Please do. In fact, yeah. we will do that at lunch. <laughs> Watch me work the word orify into our meal. I, I, I wish we could stream a second episode from our lunch. Uh, one of the things that uh, we've done is uh, we've had we see we've had two lunches and one beer. It, and you know, Actually, so you know what? We had two beers. We so the hard part would be in out in LA. And I was going to, uh, to, to, to so you guys at home know, uh, I was working at the $100,000 pyramid. It's a game show, and they were shooting, let's make it 35 episodes in a two week period over uh, six to 12 hour days. Okay. By the way, I'm getting a call from Saudi Arabia. Do you think it's legit? No. We'll probably take it. Yeah. Do you want to take it quick? Let's it, see. Yeah, let's let's just see. Here we go. Speaker. Hello. You know, it's funny. I was really hoping it was going to be a car warranty one from Saudi yeah. Arabia. But they did give you a salam alaikum, and I thought that that was very polite. I, I do appreciate that. So so back to me, yeah, yeah, people. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm here for work. It's my first real trip out to L.A. since I was 20. And there's a lot of people I want to see. There's a lot of jobs I want to get. My career in New York, in the pooper. That's why I'm podcasting at the Tom Kelly Show. Uh, and big 
ending is I just have so many friends uh, that I want to see, but I also have loved ones out here who are not showbiz related who also want to see me. And I roped in time for them. Like I, I was going to see my very good friend, Paul, who is like a brother uh, and his wife uh, tonight at the end of my trip. I wanted to get a guaranteed night with them, go to their five-year-old daughter's dance recital. I know it's going to be painful, but it's going to be so fun to spend that with somebody you consider family. It'll be fun to have a family day, even though I'm 3,000 miles from home and I'd rather be, you know, booze and hookers. You know what? A five-year-old's recital. Honestly, in, in 20 years, that's where those girls will be anyway. So that's fair. Yeah. So big ending is uh, Paul's wife and Paul's sister. Uh, I keep saying, hey, listen, I'm working 12 hour days. I really don't want to get together at the end of the day because you live an hour away and uh, and I don't want you to show up and have me still be at work or maybe very tired. And I'm like, OK, well, well, how about tomorrow then? I'm like, no, no, no. I'm busy for the next two weeks, but I'm giving you the last day. This is the first time I've ever planned ahead of time in my life. OK, well, how about the day after tomorrow? No, 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 I'm busy, but this is why I'm giving you the last day. Well, how about breakfast the day after, the day after tomorrow? And you're just, like, it's tough being loved. You know what I'm saying? Like, I And I'm trying not to scream. I do. And you know, here's <clears throat> the problem. When you're showbiz mavens like Tom Kelly and I, you'll have people that don't understand things like, look, well, can you meet for lunch? I'm like, no, not really. I have to eat lunch at my desk. But, you know, it depends on your job and all that. But this is this is the old days. But, you know, and it's like, okay, well, how about after work? Can you meet up at 5.30? I'm like, 5.30? I mean, I will probably be at work for four or five more hours after that. So no, I actually I actually won't be able to. And they're like, well, that just doesn't seem right that you have to work so long. I'm like, it's probably not, yeah. but I did sign up for it. You know, no, so and, and, the, and the one nice thing about this age of modern technology, not only do you get spam calls from Saudi Arabia, yep. uh, but you also can get, uh, you can FaceTime people. So they, they sent, you know, in the middle of the second time this, well, what about tomorrow? Well, what about the day after tomorrow? And I'm, you know, and you're trying not to say, ah, like, because it looks like I don't want to see them. And I'm borrowing their car, so I look like a douche. Oh, yeah, yeah that's a, that's an important detail. Yeah, like, you know, because you know what it is, too. Now I look like, I feel like I look like the guy who says, hey, I wanted to borrow your car, and uh, I'll see you right before I fly back home. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, I'm sitting there. I borrowed their car, and uh, luckily I had FaceTime to show them around the studio and say, listen, this is war here, man. I'm trying to teach. I'm making an audience clap. You know, and it's a long, and I hate to say it, but my job is emotionally exhausting. I actually have clapped so hard, so long. Look, Christian will vouch for this. Look at this. I have cuts on my hands and little calluses forming uh, from clapping. As, as John Lennon said, I've got blisters on my fingers. And that is true. It is literally true. I see it. Uh, so what do you have? Like, do you, you, when you travel, do you get this from your loved ones? I don't usually travel anymore. I'm about to travel in a few weeks, and uh, I'll be seeing you when I'm in New York. Well, uh, what time? Uh, what time? I'll, yeah. I'll be over at breakfast. Don't okay. Worry. Well, what about what about lunch? Can yeah. we also do lunch? We'll do lunch. And, and, and how about dinner? Yeah, I mean, we're gonna get, we're gonna have them at the same place. Uh, I can't remember that bagel place that's uh, right by you. I actually think it closed, didn't it? Anyway, can, can we show that one ahead. comment while it's relevant? That bottom one, because he, uh, I agree. Uh, I, lo I love this because I have a. This is true. Because I have a true from Dominica Saxon clap calluses. First world problems. I'm going to leave that up there. for. Do you mind if I tag this with a story in response? So, so Dominicus, please. I have 
in my New York City apartment, a hallway which has pictures of friends and family from different chapters of my life. And, not me. And, no, I, actually, now I feel like now that I know you're coming over, I may yeah, add a picture. Yeah, bust out one of the pictures of us in, in uh, plaid. Not plaid, but poly. You know, I intentionally have avoided work pictures. I may put yeah. in a friend one. I have right. well, work pictures aside for a second. Okay, so I have a picture, and, and right by the door, before I go out, I have a picture of my father, who is a New York City firefighter on the roof of a burned-out building, which looking like he, uh, you know, like really sad that the building had burned down. I have a picture yeah. of my Italian grandmother working in a sweatshop sewing. And there's a, it, it's weird that they even took that picture, but that's another one. And then one of my grandfather, my Italian grandfather, uh, it made the newspaper uh, in the 1970s. He was paving the streets and my grandfather worked with his hands. He had big farmer's hands, calluses all over because he was an asphalt worker. And, and I walk past those pictures every day. So I can think to myself, I do not have a real job when I go to be a comedian and I go to, you know, make people clap for a living. Well, I'm just saying, just like my Italian grandfather, I now have my first world calluses on my hand. Yeah. I actually once got uh, calluses from clapping, but they were sarcastic claps. So I had to really do it a lot. I actually did the, the, and, uh, the, the uh, Christian Bale. Oh, good for you. Good for <laughs> you. Edwin took a little while, but I was going to say, what show were you at that you did that? Uh, you know, pretty much uh, all of them. You know, I used to work for a, I used to work for a judge show in New York. Wait, I forgot. I vaguely Curtis remember Court, this. I vaguely remember and this. And we shared a crew with Inside Edition. This is the Deborah Norville Inside Edition, not the We'll Do It Live Inside Edition. And we'll do it live! had a hard out at noon. Uh, but they somehow doubled up their schedule. Uh, I think it's because they got lunch at noon and then they started inside edition at one. And so we filmed as many court cases as we could, but the taping, I think we had to be to work at six. This is AM. And then at seven, we started uh, recording the first of the cases and uh, there was an audience and you had to pay the audience. Because, yeah. And I mean, it was like 20 bucks. So it was, this is right across. This is a building right across from where we have done the black cats in the past, that CBS building. This was the, the King world building at once upon a time. I mean, that was like, they Oh God. It. Yeah. And so, uh, it was actual, um, I don't know what the euphemism is for crackheads anymore. It's, uh, yeah, you know, I think uh, recreational drug users, troubled, uh, troubled oh, friends, uh, uh, free base enthusiasts, perhaps. Um, but better than that was when we did the Dennis Miller show, the TV show that was just called Dennis Miller for CNBC here in Burbank. Uh, they also paid people to sit in the audience and they had like a whole, like a whole group of people. I think they were tourists, but they didn't speak English. So mm. Dennis is out there trying to make people laugh who no matter how funny the joke was, they were not going to laugh, yeah, you know, because they just didn't understand. So, uh, yeah. Uh, by the way, Craig Robinson checking in from across the pond. I'm guessing you'll be clapping yourself and Nikki to signal you that you're reaching the end of the card. That's I watched it last night just oh. to talk to you. Oh my gosh. Uh, but here's the best thing about episode nine of Star Trek Picard season two. There's only episode 10 left. We've somehow made it to this point. I... And, uh, you know, and the same day that Star Trek Picard episode 10 premieres, Strange New Worlds premieres, 
And uh, I will be watching that. And Nikki and I will be doing that show at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 Eastern on Thursday. And I won't even watch Picard until Friday because we're going to do that show at 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern. All here on the Blackcast YouTube channel. Thanks for asking, Craig. Um, but yeah, it's Strange New Worlds is getting some good reviews ahead of time. It, 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 I, I, I don't want to. I, I, I don't want to have any possibility of eating these words, but it can't be worse. It's just it is not. No, now that, that's what I said possible. about season one of Picard, and we don't have to focus too much on. We don't. No, but we, we can talk. With, can we? All right. I don't know. A little favorite. bit about it. Look, okay. Yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to no off brand you. No one is going to have Star Trek Picard spoiled for them. Because the creative people involved spoiled it uh, many times throughout the process. They ruined the show. They, they, they have um, tarnished that character's legacy. Uh, Jean-Luc Picard may not get into the Starfleet Hall of Fame uh, after yeah. the show. He can, he can earn it back in season three, but uh, we'll have to see. So you did catch up. and um, I caught up very consciously and intentionally uh, to, so I could talk to you and be your friend today and that's pretty much the only reason why i'm watching this in quote-unquote real time is to be friends with christian and nikki yeah, it's an and now yeah, maybe and uh Nikki's whoever nikki that bailey, other guy was nikki bailey comedy i believe is her yeah website. and who is that guy who just oh, commented craig yeah robinson. and craig yeah, robinson he, yeah he uh checks in uh, from across the pond i love craig robinson. yeah so across the pond craig oh my god what a, i better watch it before across the pond uh craig ruins this for me so yeah it's just and for those of you who have not heard me say this, it's just they're pulling ideas out of a grab bag. After coming to Los Angeles, uh, the show feels cheaper because it just feels like you realize, wait, they're just doing these scenes 10 feet away from the studios. These people didn't even want to travel. They had a car chase that clearly took place on the same block because they turned a couple times uh, and they spent a lot of time in a parking structure. I said this on our after show. I knew which parking lot it was because they were there so long. It's uh, it's right behind the Orpheum Theater. And then last night, I know you, you, there's one cr character that Christian likes, somebody named Raffi. Oh, my favorite. Named, yeah. yeah, and uh, because I think there's a kid's show with a Raffi, right? Well, he's a child's entertainer uh, and uh, he has songs... Uh, Oh my gosh, the one that we oh down by the bay is a song we used yeah. to sing. So to so so night. this Raffi kind of bridges two of Christian's loves. <laughs> two of my loves. Uh bad science fiction and children's and entertainment. Michelle Hurd was also in season one of Law and Order SVU, a show that I would later work on. So it all comes together. Yeah, oh that's where I know her from. She was good on that too. She was all right on it. I mean, nobody's really good on that show, are they? Uh compared to last night's Star Trek Picard? Yes. Yeah, no. Actually actually you know what? Yes, I'm going to disagree better, with you, much especially than, those much early better. seasons of SVU. I thought they were good acting. You know, that was good acting. And nowadays you watch modern SVU and modern uh, Star Trek Picard. I think we've just run out of actors, you know, and now we're down to lower skilled actors. So anyway, there's a scene, though, where Raffi is talking to seven or nine because she has no business being there. But there she is. And Raffi goes, I think you would have been a good captain of a starship. Like where the dialogue came from nowhere. Like, it's just a, like, we're just, did you need to fill a minute? But here's the thing. I said on the show with Nikki that it at least had a moment. I'm like, I got something out of it because she is said, Janeway went to bat for me and threatened to resign. And I'm like, good. We got like a good moment. Like I can envision Kate Mulgrew doing something heroic. That little fantasy scene in my head 
you know, just it was the show's much better in show. your head. Show's yeah. much oh, better in your head. Show's great in my head. But the joke that I've uh, I, I've really beaten to death on Twitter and on the show is that it really is the Galactica 1980 of Star Trek because Galactica 1980 is the follow-up to the original Battlestar Galactica, which actually was fairly well rated, but it was so expensive. ABC was like, we can't do this every week. And they're like, don't worry, we got you. We're going to replace the actors with much cheaper versions. One of Dick Van Dyke's kids. True yeah. story. And uh, it was set in the modern day, set in 1980. And uh, they recycled a few special effects from the old show. There was one episode with Dirk Benedict. And uh, they occasionally would cut away to poor Lauren Green, who was like, you could see him. He was on the phone with his managers. Like, the check cleared, right? Okay, yeah, yeah. I'll read these lines now. Yeah. Uh, I. Uh, so to your point, if this is like Star Trek Picard, there's some sort of a big shot who said, I, I got a way to make this show great for Paramount+. Plus." Uh, we'll get rid of the stars. Yep. We'll get rid of the trek. <laughs> yeah. I like that. That's really what they did. They yep. got rid of the stars and the trek. And uh, and then we'll just call it Picard, and uh, we'll just let Patrick Stewart do whatever he wants for an hour. Yeah. And we'll uh, and idiots like you and I will pay for uh, CBS or Paramount Plus, whatever they're calling yeah, it this week. Yeah, so. Actually, you know what's funny? And here's where I just realized maybe it's not just uh, the Star Trek people, but I watched the offer. Have you seen the offer? I haven't. I actually want to watch it. It is uh, uh, on on set. Yeah. And your friend, uh, if your friend were here, I would push him off this little balcony you have here. So uh, even worse. And that's how mad I am that I would. You did not enjoy the offer. uh, You know, I'm enjoying it now. Wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait. Stop. Everybody stop. All right. Stand down. So this is an offer you can refuse. We'll be right back right after this, everybody. Are we really little, doing commercials? Little, little are we really? Much, no, uh, no, no, no. Do we have something we could sponsor here? Uh, yeah, uh, today's show brought to you oh, by Gus's, Gus's Fried Chicken. Gus's Fried Chicken is amazing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, world famous, friends. By the way, nothing. Uh, I should not have really put a whole bottle of water right over the laptop while streaming. Uh, yeah, the offer, you could just tell there's just nobody overseeing the script I heard writing. The guy who plays uh, Robert Evans was good. Uh, I don't know who that is. You know what? The, uh, I love Robert Evans. I mean, he's like his book on tape, you can say he's in the picture or whatever. He has a great, I'll, I'll say this Robert Evans, the guy who plays Robert Evans, yeah. whoever that is, you could Google that later. Uh, that guy has a great 1970s showbiz exec voice. He's so good, you almost wonder, were they really talking like that back then? Hey, baby. I, mean, I would assume that they probably were. Baby, yeah, I don't know. And then going crazier for a minute, uh, you had uh, um, uh, oh, Matthew Good. Uh, I, yeah, and he was great. Uh, well, then he's <laughs> apparently not named appropriately. <laughs> no, but the show and basically, and I challenge you to watch it. Bring bring your wacky bell, and I want you to oh, ring the bell every time Francis Ford Coppola or Mario Puzo eats. I mean, it's just really just. How about I just eat every time they eat? You may not make it to episode three. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, you would might have a heart attack by go that. To the, go to the, uh, the Orson. Uh, but but I'll tell you this. But, but but just like with Star Trek Picard, you watch bad television long enough, you just want to watch it to the end. Yeah, I mean, this. I, I think if if I and I know that not everybody likes Star Trek Discovery. If I had felt this way during Discovery, I would have stopped. It is Jean-Luc that is keeping me watching this show uh, because I want to see his story. I, it comes, 
it comes from collecting comic books as a child. You sort of have this sense of this completest nature. nature. Uh, I, I want to see where it goes. I've invested the time. I know that season three is going to bring our old friends back. Yeah. But, uh, so yeah. I have a problem with recasting Guinan. We've discussed this. Yeah. That there's a big moment where Picard meets Guinan, and they already did and two this episodes is, this of that. This is the Whoopi Goldberg character. The Whoopi they Goldberg have an episode character. with actual Whoopi in there. Which is great. For full disclosure, Fine. Tom worked with Whoopi. Whoopi's. Uh, yeah, Whoopi. but I'm not bitter about this. No, no, Actually, no. what I'm bitter at is the new actress. They didn't. The new actress didn't remember the time that Picard met Guinan in the 1800s. And by the way, it's an instance where she also would have met Mark Twain. So even if you forgot, you know, the bald guy, you would remember like, he could have been like, (laughs) we met Mark Twain. Yeah. And you know, and Samuel Clemens. No, no, I really don't. That's kind of like how I feel about like, I knew Amy Schumer in the early two thousands. It's like, Oh, she, she, she went plays. Like that's how Guinan would be. Oh, that, that, that Samuel Clemens guy. That's the real Mark Twain. He's big now. Like, you know, I met, I met you that day. I met Mark Twain. Yeah. You, yeah, by the way, if you had met Mark Twain the day you met me, I wouldn't be offended if you didn't remember. By the way, I I think I dragged this out of you on your podcast, The Tom Kelly Show, which an episode of The Black Cast is like four or five, sometimes six Tom Kelly shows. Did you notice how I jammed in my plug no, at the beginning? Because fine. I figured just in case. No, no, no. I'll make sure it gets in there. Um, I need you to tell our audience, Black Cast Nation, uh, that you had an interaction with Amy Schumer. Oh, many. She's a good person. There's, no, but there's a great one. There's the a, one where I asked her out. No. Oh, a couple of times. So uh, once, That's the, yeah, the advice that you so gave her. So I, Amy Schumer, had guest hosted an episode of The View when Barbara Walters was still around and on the show, and she killed it. Uh, they were looking for new hosts when Barbara retired or whatever, and I looked at Amy Schumer. And I said, Amy, if you clean up your act. Okay, and you try to curse a little less and don't do the dirty stuff so much. Uh, you you could host a view one day and maybe you'll make 500 grand or even a million a year. And that next year, Amy Schumer made 14 million dollars. Was, was the next year the year she was in Judd Apatow's movie? Yeah, well, it was uh, her movie with Judd Apatow well, in it. Yeah, yeah. but the, but he she's in that movie because Judd Apatow heard an interview with her on Howard Stern, and he like sat in his car and listened to it all the way through to the end, and then he like got in touch with her people. It's like I want to make a movie. Uh, I, I, it also could have been that Judd Apatow saw that particular episode, episode of The View. View. And he was probably like, not. Man, the audience was really hot at that show. They yeah, were really well warmed up. Now, but now, to my credit, of, instead of going to get the audience warm up guy, I'm going to go ahead and. Uh, yeah, uh, they were really clapping at her jokes. <laughs> By the way, I'm looking at this picture of the Leaning Tower of Pisa, and it's. I know you did it with irony. There's a picture of Heather and Christian in the Leaning Tower of Pisa, but the the the, the, the Pisa, the tower is straight, and it's driving me nuts until I realized you're being funny we're, by. And we're not the only ones to take that picture now. I if we weren't all wild, wired up, I could turn the uh, I could turn the laptop oh, around. But gonna, instead, I'm going to do this. You are smooth. Uh, and then I will show it to people in a second. Um, by the way, uh, Amy Schumer's show on Hulu, Life and Beth, uh, all ten episodes are there. It's fantastic. Did, you thought it was fantastic? Like, I really liked it. It's. Uh, did your wife write for it before I talked too much? No. No, okay, but this, but a friend of hers did. So okay, so it's great. Me. I loved it. <laughs> I loved it. Actually, but, I so saw here the... we are. This is 2007, I believe. Hold it a little bit. Yeah, hold yeah. it a little. Yeah, but you see what I'm saying, people? So it's driving me nuts. So, I can't focus on you, Dominica so Sean. Yeah. 
Dominicus Saxon. Well, him too. Yeah, <laughs> Dominicus Shaw of the Dead. <laughs> um, no, and uh, I, 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 I think about that Amy Schumer show. If you like her, you'll like the show, and if you don't like her, it's actually still a pretty good show because she's not a likable person. Oh, I like her. I find no, her no, no, like no. Her. her character on the show. Oh, the show. character. No, no, I like her. So, I, I think she's great. so to yeah. your point, I that's I only watched episode one. Well, it also it it, it makes Long Island not look great. So well, and Long Island is isn't. It's not. Okay, it's good. not. As long as you know. It's as not. As long as you know. Uh, first, she hired a lot of comedians she started out with, so mm-hmm. she deserves points for that. David Tell plays a rabbi at one point, by the oh, way. Oh, God. Yeah. Uh, see, now now we're that's when we get into, are you forcing this just a bit? Tell doesn't need the work that bad. Uh, but. <laughs> but it's SAG work, and maybe he needs to renew his dental because that's what that's why my old boss Dennis Miller would periodically show up as like a DJ on Hawaii 50 because the SAG dental is better than the after dental so every few years he'd need to do a guest spot on something so maybe it was time for a tell and uh and Amy was like sure I'll put you in the show it's fine <laughs> okay yeah and she she takes care of her old friends yeah. uh I enjoyed the first episode but I felt like I needed a running start to focus on it more. If well, that there's makes nine sense. more, and it's uh, and and once uh, once teen heartthrob Michael Sarah comes in, <laughs> but he's great in it actually. I really, he's a great character on the show. There's that slow clap that gives you the calluses. Um. Anyway, so Tom, you've been out here in Los Angeles or the well, the Valley. You know, you're not really in Los Angeles. This is what this is the Valley. This is the Valley. Yeah. This is what this is two days, uh, two weeks in the Valley. Um, and I've seen you a few times. Uh, we got some, some good tacos at Guisados for anybody that wants to do the black cast, uh, walking tour. You can start off there. Uh, we also, uh, met up with our pal, Josh Payne at the smokehouse. Smokehouse. Now, people are going to know the smokehouse from black cast episode 271, which was a, uh, where we went for a, a boozy champagne brunch with our friend Liev. Who Liev, you'll remember from the earliest episodes of the Black Cast. I liked Liev. Do you remember what you uh, was the endearing quality of about him and his life that stuck with you all those years ago? God, I no. Don't, well, like there's moments a, where I feel like, am I going to have to apologize? No, no, he should. He had a really hot cousin, and he made sure that we all knew that. He's about to get married, by the way. But to not, the hot cousin? Not to his cousin. No. Um, What's uh, the deal with the hot cousin? Uh, you know what? I don't know. Maybe she's not hot anymore. Can we text him? Uh, yeah, I mean, I enjoy. Do you enjoy this? I enjoy watching hot people become unhot, men um, and women. Well, as someone who used to be hot, I haven't enjoyed watching. Like, happen like me, I have progressively been equally as hot, if not slightly hotter. And it's nice when you're starting low. There's nowhere to go but up. That's fair. Uh, you know. That said, I do enjoy watching the attractive lose their superpowers. And see if they can, so like, I love watching, and I think they grow into Karens. Like, we create Karens. Like, you, you, there'll be a good-looking person, male or female. We create Karens and Chads, where no one ever told that girl no. Mm-hmm. And then suddenly, she's not hot. And, uh, yeah, important question, is your cousin still hot? No, we'll see if we get an answer. We'll keep an eye yeah. on that. Yeah. All right, folks. Do, can you put that up on the lower bar? Yeah, okay, I that's... It. No, I got to do it this way. So, it's just... The old-fashioned one. Oh, you so. just hold that up and just yeah. see. You know what's I just funny? I don't want anybody to see his phone number. I guess it wouldn't have come. I know that, what this is on YouTube right now. Yeah, it's uh, YouTube, uh, Twitter, and the Facebook. So if this were on TikTok Live, mm-hmm. uh, if you had one wacky picture, what happens is people swipe up and they stop for a second. Uh, I'd love to see if we get a lot of viewers just with that one graphic. Is your cousin still hot up? 
<laughs> well, yeah, you, know, you can do a screen grab of uh, Is Your Cousin Still Hot? Can I, can I share breaking news from my Instagram feed here? Yeah, absolutely. All right. Uh, as I, I let uh, the world know that uh, Farad Muhammad says greetings from the Facebook. Uh, love to hear from Farad Muhammad. And I love that Farad calls it the Facebook. Well, I, I just that called too. it the Facebook a yeah. second ago. So Good that's for you. Well, like. congratulations, uh, Farad. I feel like you're in the middle of something. So no, it's a, here, it's a working like bit. I've gotten in the way. So go It's ahead. a working bit. So I know a person who worked at a TV show that got a daytime show that got canceled, right? But this guy tends to quit job shows right before either the place becomes very awkward to work at or it gets canceled. Uh, and I've been calling him the iceberg detector. <laughs> you know, like if this guy, the yeah, guy, the guy, so the guy in the Titanic who like fell asleep or yeah. I mean, honestly, he was probably up updating his Instagram. If that guy, so this guy, uh, we'll call him Bob. Uh, and I don't want to give away the shows cause I'm going to give away his resume, but he worked at, uh, uh, you know, one show right before it became very publicly awkward to be there. Uh, oh, then then sure. he yeah. worked at uh, uh, Nick Cannon and left Nick Cannon right before it got canceled, before it should have been canceled. He, Nick Cannon had a pretty good daytime show that they did I not give enough a, of. A, I had a friend that I, I used to host a Mets podcast with, uh, my uh, friend uh, Andrea. She used wait, to work. Faseno? Yeah. Do you know? I her? just had breakfast with her. When in New York, or just in you... LA, she's out here. Oh, hold really? on for a second. How do you know her? How do you know? Well, she's, she's working at the hundred thousand dollar pyramid, and just then holy shit! Wow. Uh, no, but what's weird just is minute, I ditched her. Up, somehow it came up that she used to do a Mets podcast with no, me. No, uh, she wanted to be a host. That came up. But yeah. what's funny is I literally, like, you know how I came late for this broadcast? Yeah, it was because I was with her and didn't want to say goodbye after two weeks of. I, uh, I, look, honestly, I, I gave up. But wait, hold I, on, if, hold on. Let's see. If she gets this hint, holy if, cow! If, if I were a uh, if I were a single man, I would have stood you up to spend more time with her as well. Uh, so yeah, wait, I think you made, the, guy, you made the wrong choice. I left. Yeah, I came That's, to see. Yeah, and I, I did many hours of uh, After Buzz TV talking about uh, the Mets in a year that they weren't. That is crazy. Yeah. We're meant to, you know, we may need to cancel lunch and go see her. Well, I mean, she could come to lunch if she wants to. Uh, uh, holy cow. That's hilarious. Yeah. Uh, she's going to be like, who? it's like, wait, you're hanging out with. Uh, no, but if you believe in coincidences and things weaving I, together. Uh, yeah. So she, uh, uh, that's what it was because they said she worked on the cannon. Yeah. Oh, yeah. so this guy, and this story is no longer interesting to me is uh, he literally <laughs> was right. saying. It wasn't interesting to anybody before. Uh, no, I, I'm actually no, legit. but it's just I'm what I got a message from a friend who said I want to leave a job, yeah. and he just got fired. Oh, like, right. and they just made huge cuts at the show. But he, but he is, he's the iceberg detector. Once he starts going, yeah. you know, and I'm making for those of you on the audio uh, podcast, I'm making little iceberg oh, yeah, detecting yeah. hand gestures. Ahead. Iceberg, straight ahead, right ahead. <laughs> God, uh, that, that, that's sad. That movie never got a sequel. Yeah, well, you know, it should have. At least a prequel, right? <laughs> Let's see how they make the ship. Yeah, just... Yeah. Um, so we went to the smokehouse, and it's a very, like, uh, old-style old, old style L.A. sort of a place. And uh, it's in a movie that I uh, hated, uh, uh, Licorice Pizza, but uh, that's a, a place that people might have seen it recently um, with uh, uh, Sean Penn's in that section of the movie. <laughs> 
with uh, whichever Haim that was, that was the lead in that movie. But, uh, and it was great. We sat outside, which is good because mm. the inside is too uh, dark for lunch, it, it, but, it, but it, it, it felt like Hollywood. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely like, definitely like liquid lunch, old Hollywood, the leather booths and all that, but it was good. We were out on the patio. We had a nice time. Uh, this same place. Oh, and of course, uh, Farad Muhammad loves the smokehouse. I saw it on La La Land. Farad Muhammad is not only a great person, but he is a, a connoisseur of late night television, particularly uh, our, our old boss, uh, Conan O'Brien. He, uh -huh. hi. <laughs> he, I don't know why I did a Jay Leno impersonation. Hey, how's it going? Hey, how's it going? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it was almost like a but Conan puppet, but <laughs> Farad went to a taping of the first Conan O'Brien Tonight Show. He came out here just to go to see it, and then he was at uh, the taping of the last uh, Conan Warner Brothers show. Oh, which I'd love show. to! I'd love to hear about your experiences yeah. at both of those. And uh, he's been on the show for having a great laugh. Farad Muhammad, you know, I think you is once, it Farad or Fart? For, no, it's Fard is Fard. how it's spelled, but it's Farad because I've known him for many years, uh, and Farad Muhammad. And he uh, also, I believe you once complimented the narration, the vocal intro for the black cast. And that was done by Farad Muhammad. Uh, he's a showbiz guy. This is the black. Oh, he's, he's the show busiest guy I know in Chicago. Uh, he's, he must be if he's eating at the smokehouse. Yeah, if, he, yeah, if, he, if you could get a table in there, obviously, you know somebody. Let's have Farad's people talk to our people. We'll be right back. Oh um, my God! <laughs> let's take another commercial break. For oh now. my God! This is anyway, so fun. This is the weirdest podcast any, ever. I love it. Anytime that I ever, you know, I see a clip from anything, anything happens from like a late night show, but usually if it's Conan, I, I usually also like Hey Farad. I think you'll like this. I, I, not that I'm not listening to you, but can I give you another compliment? Uh, you tagged me in a picture from the smokehouse. I did, yeah. And my friend Cecil Riley mm -hmm. uh, said, "Oh my God, I used to listen to Christian when he had a DC Comics podcast." Or yeah, it was a Marvel. Yeah, it was a Marvel. Streamer, a Marvel, it was a Marvel show, but she did say DC, and I'm like, he screwed right. that up. I think. Yeah, that's right. But yeah. I mean, how weird is that though? Too that like you talk about. I mean, it sounds so stupid to say. How weird is it? Christian has a fan that I know, uh, but it's like. I mean, my fans are, are, are you know, I I like to think of them as my friends. Uh, they're in the chat right now. Craig, Dominicus, and Farad. Those are basically my friends. Oh well, Cecil's not a friend. He's a fan. Then okay. there you go. Okay. Is that fair? Because yeah, no, he's not yeah, in the yeah, chat. Yeah. Not in the fair. chat. Yeah. Uh, if I ever had a Patreon, uh, these are people that I would, I would basically send them money so that they would then send it back to me so that I wouldn't feel lonely. Why um, aren't you doing a Patreon? Because, uh, nobody wants it for free. So why are they going to pay for it? That's basically, uh, the motto there. Uh, oh my God. I slow clapping is I killing my callus. I can't stand the notion that I would look and I would check my Patreon and see that I have exactly zero people and I, just the idea. And I, I do like three hour podcasts as it is. Don't worry. We're not doing that today. We got to go to lunch in less than an hour, by the way. Uh, Can so I simulcast this on the Tom Kelly show for tomorrow? Because uh, I don't feel like, you know. You, you want to take this audio and carve it up? Oh, no, I don't want to. Well, or maybe I'll just make it one big one and just leave it as a one hour. I mean, however you want to do this. I already used the theme song. But what did uh, Andy say when uh, she Oh, she's going. She's replying now. Uh, love, uh, just no effing way. Yep. He's your podcast friend, exclamation point, question mark, exclamation yep. point, question mark, and then yes. so on. Yep. And then Christian. I mean, come on. Uh, we but 
when we met to to talk about doing the Mets podcast for AfterBuzz, um, Felix was too small to even be in like nursery school. So would you? So would Felix she, came. She to was out here. Us. That's right. She yeah, was she out lived here. out here for a while, and so. Uh, Felix came to the first lunch that I ever had with her uh, and he behaved himself. He was a gentleman, you know, so that that's important. She's good people. She's, uh, she's good great. People. Yeah. I haven't actually, you know what she was in charge of. So this is like, you talk about stupid jokes. She was in charge of the prizes on the game show. Oh, nice. Okay. So, uh, and, and my, you know how I like to beat a joke to death. There'd be a new group of t contestants every time. And then she'd be doing the paperwork. I'm like, uh, so do you, do you, did you write the check out of your checkbook? Do you have the checkbook right there? And I don't know why that amused me, but just saying that there was just like that she was the just actual, sitting there writing a the checkbook, checkbook. <laughs> out of just like a Citibank account or whatever. Yeah. It amused me. Yeah, uh, look, I, I think that's great. And see, look, we're we're uh, making friends all over the place. But she just came out here for work and she's still in New it's York. a two week. No, she well, she's uh, uh, actually if anybody here is looking for property in Hilton Head, South Carolina, uh, Anthony Cumia is. Is he for real? Yeah, he wants. I don't know if he wants to move to Hilton Head, but he's leaving. Uh, he's already sold his Long Island. Uh, he sold the proverbial compound of yeah, Compound he Media. Sold the compound, and he's got like a, a really depressing apartment that he streams from sometimes. And then he's moving to South Carolina. I don't know about Hilton Head. What about now? What's happening on that show? Uh, this is awful because that's something I don't want to pay for. But I uh, am strangely curious. Yeah, is it falling apart? No, still no. going. I mean, uh, Aaron Berg has uh, departed to go do some other stuff, but. The only sign that things aren't great at Compound Media is that I have been a guest multiple times on Compound Media. So that is the biggest indication that maybe a lot of people are saying no when they get asked. So I I am a fan of uh, – actually, this is going to get me canceled one day, but I'll say yeah, it right. anyway. But I'm a fan of the human beings I know that are doing shows on compound media and i intentionally don't want to know what they're saying so i could still be fans of them as human beings well it's uh, intentional ignorance i i think it's don jameson who's very funny i believe that it, it just makes his life like don jameson i did a I did a mets podcast with him when did you do a mets podcast with don jameson no, i didn't was andrew there too? was andrew there too. sorry i didn't uh, want me no that. it's all right uh, but he's yeah. had me on a few times and uh i will be there in studio in may uh so i will actually go to the compound studios but not the actual now place. and this is the problem with compound media because i know some sensible people who do stuff on it and good people who i enjoy who say things that are a little too crazy on it sure. uh but i heard they gave uh they actually gave uh hitler a podcast well I think it's uh, he's actually on the Twitch channel, and uh, you know it's uh, it's archival material. By the way, uh, these are the jokes that I don't. I wait until an at forty five minutes into the black yeah, because you're I, not going to put it in your podcast. I'm you're not putting gonna, that one in. You're going to save the stuff for my podcast. Yeah, it's fine. Uh, because I don't want to name which one, but one of the people watching right now, I believe, subscribed to the Hitler podcast. No, and we're out. <laughs> I'm just saying, I don't know who it was. No, and I feel like a douche. No, I don't. Yeah. You know what is? I, here's the funny one, too. Is, but if I'm being deep for one second here, not everybody on earth should have political opinions on their Facebook. Yeah. And I'm starting to realize not everybody on earth should have a long-form podcast. Because I don't want to know everything. No, and, uh, and and I have the longest long form podcast. Actually, I don't, in all honesty. Uh, there, 
uh, I was, uh, you know, I do a show now for a network called Geekscape. We do the Geekscape book club. We did uh, Batman Year One the first month. We did uh, Doctor Strange Way of the Weird uh, the other day. And uh, we, I do that once a month, but they have like a, they have a wrestling podcast that goes like five hours. And uh, there's a, there's a fellow who used to be on news radio who has been known. Andy as, Dick. I was going to say John Lovitz. Uh, there's a fellow who used to be on news radio who's been known to have his podcast go uh, a little long. Uh, Phil so, Hartman. Uh, bless him. I mean, what a. Actually, I'm uh, trying to remember who else was on that. Dave Foley. Dave Foley Elmar Tierney. Tierney. Oh, my yeah. God. That was a good show. And uh, and then uh, Vicki Lewis, who many people think is Kathy Griffin. Uh, they're not the same person, though. That's right. Yeah. Uh, and and uh, bless Farad Muhammad, uh, Greg Lee from episode one. Uh, but Stephen Root from uh as jimmy james who is also phenomenal on bill Hader's show barry and uh he's phenomenal on everything, everything. he touches he's a voice on king of the hill he's fantastic actually not to bring this back to hitler but uh uh what was the one on amazon the man in a high tower the man in the high castle man in a high castle he was brilliant on that show made that uh, i never got to the last season because it got kind of crazy uh at a certain point but he just added this What's, beautiful what, ickiness to it. What Tom's trying to say is that he, he stopped watching because he felt like the Americans were going to win. And look, I understand. <laughs> like, you're the one who said it. I mean, I, obviously, that's the way you feel. <laughs> look, you really have to know what I'm saying for that to be a cancelable effect. No, and, but you know what's funny? Here's one that's semi-cancelable. Is my grandfather fought for the wrong side in World War II. He fought in from Mussolini's army. But, wow. but, the, but the reason we forgive the Italians for being on the wrong side in the war is they were just really bad at war. <laughs> like they were bad at it. Like my grandfather was a POW for five out of eight years in the army. Like, wow. you know, in France too. Well, what they're really good at is when they don't like a guy, they can uh, string them up real nice and have it, uh, have it look pretty. So, you know, there, there, there's, there's plenty of things that they can do during wartime. I'm, and I, I feel we're talking about Benito Mussolini. It's oh, okay. gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. okay. Good. Okay. Gotcha. It, it, gotcha. You know, Too soon. <laughs> well, maybe a little. Too soon. You know, I, I've never seen that footage. You ever look at that? You look at all you like you've seen. I've never seen the Zeb Bruder films. Well, there's only one, and uh, it's uh, it's interesting. Uh, you need to watch it slowed down. I don't, here's the things that I don't ever want to see uh, in my life. Uh, you know, there's B videos that sometimes are like, this could be disturbing, but they tell you like, but they stop it before the bad part. I don't want to see the bad part. Uh, you know, I there are people who will watch you know, a beheading video. I've never seen that. I don't want to see that. I, I, yeah, my I life, my life will not only not be better for seeing it, it will certainly be worse because so, I don't want to, you know, I don't need to have things that I want to unsee, you know? So, so my buddy Paul had, and I think he just got uh suspended on Instagram. He had street people of Los Angeles. There's a backup account. Where, right. And if you are taking this street people, the homeless crisis here in California. Seriously, he shows the worst end. And for him, it affects him. He's a business owner. Uh, big ending is I said, Paul, I don't want to look at this stuff. I, I don't. Yeah. So I fly out here uh, and I I go to pick up the car. He's wanting me. He's like, well, let me show you in person. I'm like, if I don't want to look at this stuff, yeah. what do you want to take me on the tour? <laughs> and he got out of Simitar and he beheaded a journalist. And, <laughs> and this is why you don't watch these things. 
Uh, but oh, look who's here! Oh my gosh, our pal Jacob Downey. He said this is fun. When does he work? Uh, well, he's uh, polishing his righteous gemstones, I believe, is what he's doing at the moment. Which sounds also... moderately yeah, sexual. Yeah, I know. I don't. What is the rule for me touching the bell? Here's the thing, by the way. You you can, but I, I'll have to move it if you do it too often. Uh, right, wow! Uh, you gotta, I broke it. There's a doctor that can help you with that. <laughs> But in any case, uh, the thing about seeing Jacob Downey is that I wonder if uh, the YouTube administrator has seen anything that the YouTube administrator needs to comment on. I will have to find out. So uh, two compliments for Jacob Downey is Jacob Downey uh, just seems to consume content. Yeah. But like from people no more famous than you and I. Well, I found Jacob because he used to be in the chat for my friend Zia, uh, who, by being co-host of, the, of Jim Norton's Chim Chippers, Chip Chipperson podcast, <clears throat> she is definitely more famous than me. I'm not going to uh, – I think I, I would just say – and she's, like, on a lot of shows. Uh, she's been a guest on, like, Compound, Gas Digital. The poor girl used to do shows with me, like, five hours a week. But so, thank God it wasn't about the Mets. No. I mean, we would talk about Marvel, so at least there was that. Poor – Poor Andy Fasano had to just talk about, and she was a Yankee fan, but she like wanted to do some on camera stuff. So she was like, that's all right. We had fun, you know, anyway. No. And it's funny on today's Tom Kelly show podcast. It actually is a very good episode where I get life advice. Well, from a 22 year old. That? That's at Tom Kelly show.com. Oh, okay, but, but Jacob, God bless writes a note. And I basically a 22 year old social media manager from uh, ABC kind of walked past me while I was doing a selfie stick style podcast, uh, both on audio and video. And, uh, and I basically interviewed a 22 year old and Jacob goes, that kid's really nice. I want to follow him on Instagram and support him. And I'm like, geez, I sure to put that info up. Yeah. What a nice guy bringing people together. He's a nice guy. Jacob consumes content from people who respond with their fans. I know. And that's the pressure. Yeah. And that's why I wouldn't follow Zia. Great people who respond to their fans. I definitely wouldn't follow Zia. So that makes perfect sense. Great. Yeah. We'll go through a list of people. Jacob's Uh, I'm following right now. uh, Yeah. Uh, and then uh, in a little while, uh, shortly at the top of the hour, uh, Tom and I will be at uh, lunch. Uh, so do, do we know where? Yeah, Talleyrand, which is uh, it's it, you know when we first got together uh, the other day when we went to the tacos, I said there's like a place that's sort of like a diner, but it's a very like quirky like it, it's it's like it's not like old Hollywood. It's like just like old Valley. You'll see. It's a very odd place. Food's great. But you know it's 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 uh, it's not fancy. It's not showbiz in any way. But uh, I think it's gonna, not what, fancy. What, watch this. We're going to see somebody famous there. Now that I said, oh, now well, that I've set the bar really low. Uh, like the first time I went to the uh, farmers market uh, at the Grove in Los Angeles, and I saw John Larroquette. I'm like, wow, I'm going to see famous people everywhere. It was the only time I ever saw John Larroquette. So, so to your point, I don't think I've seen a single famous person wandering around in right. the valley. Now, obviously, working on a television show you saw a famous person okay outside of the one famous person i was working with yeah and the celebrities booked for that show i didn't even see any famous people wandering around the studio celebrities who were booked for the show or no not that i'm gonna stay away from because i think even uh yeah that they're gonna was it anybody that you said earlier might have a podcast of their own (laughs) was it were any of those people who who might have a podcast on compound media no no oh okay so he was not a guest no anthony cumia no Someone, someone from further back in time. 
<laughs> when you said got a show uh, on Cup Out Media, not Anthony Cumia. Uh, yeah, I wanted to know if uh, if, uh, if if there were there was anyone who was a guest don't, on the don't show. Even, don't I know give him the soundbite. I'm not. Don't give him the soundbite. This is a question. People Good in the God. people in the chat. They're all writing it right yeah. now in the chat. Don't but don't put it on the screen. I'm not gonna put. Well, they can put it on the screen. I don't. Oh yeah, they can leave it there. Uh, no, 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 but no, they're... No, no. They're not talking about it. No, anyway, okay, good. Oh, my anyway. God. But you just put together the punchliner today. Right. Well, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> Bring everybody together. Oh, my uh, God. So what... Uh, oh, you did comedy while you were at it. I right? did it twice in the okay, end. Okay, so how was that? Uh, talk about the circumstances, the location. Okay, the so I'll, I'll tell you the one that's a good story. The haha Room. No, not the Haha Room. That was a good set, the though. The Haha Room's in North Hollywood. Yes, yeah. and uh, somebody decided, hey, there's a comedy club here in this really big stretch of space. I'm going to open a second comedy club right down the block. Oh, yeah, yeah. And the guy, I think it's a must-stop buy for comedy if you're in the L.A. area. Uh, it is called the Comedy Terrace. What was uh, comedy? Comedy Chateau. Chateau. Mm -hmm. And it's a converted... Oh, and, and really big names have popped have they yeah like okay maybe not like bill burr but you know like not but you know very recognizable names you'll hear like oh yeah i was at in la i did a gig here and there oh and i popped in at the for, so for the sake of this story i was the celebrity uh, i was the biggest name there that night awesome and i say that with humility and self-loathing now uh and what's fun about the place it was a French restaurant of some sort before my first opening joke is there's a lot of good looking people in the room. And I'm like, this is what it would look like if the Kardashians went to medieval times. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Like, and that's sort of the vibe of the place. And the funny is, uh, you know, like you have this moment of when you go out in LA and you're working with people from two different coasts who go out for drinks every night and you start wondering, should I be trying to make new work or should I just be connecting with the people I already am with? So I went out for one beer and to, I drove past the comedy club and decided, you know, I'll go see Andrea Fasano and five of the crew guys and Fasano and the crew guys are like, you know what, Tom, if you went and found some place to perform, we would come see you. And I'm like, you know what? There's haha -ha rooms down the block. I work there on Wednesday. Maybe she'll put me up and you guys can come. Went down the block. The haha -ha room lady, uh, who's a very nice woman named Terry, uh, said, no, Terry Tom. Gar? Is she working? She's still mm -hmm. working? Yeah, I just wanted to derail your story. Good, yeah. Uh, and Terry says, Tom, uh, uh, sorry, we're overbooked. So I go to this comedy uh, chateau, chateau. And there's a man named Felix who is the booker. My and son, my your son is the booker yeah, and story on him is he got himself declared a preacher during the pandemic so he could start doing comedy shows again oh that's actually really smart. he got past the that, church and state rule no, and I started that. that's fantastic I, yeah I like uh, anybody who figures out a way to beat the system and yeah has beaten the system. and it, it was basically a new talent night so he threw me up and my five friends come to see me and you have done a couple of new talent nights back in the day where you have to bring 10 friends and they put you on stage my friends got through two acts and walked out okay but the brilliant thing being a uh, veteran uh comedian is you go on new talent night nobody knows who you are and then you kill 
you look like a genius. Oh my gosh, it is my first time. I've only been doing this for a couple of weeks. <laughs> and we'll see. So I may come out for a festival at the Comedy Chateau nice. if I want to come out here at a substantial financial loss. And maybe there'll be an offer to sleep in the toy room uh, or in the basement. Well, we have the murder room uh, downstairs in the back of the garage. Yeah. That's where I usually do the show. We could not do the show together in there. There's not, it's just the layout's all wrong for us. Yeah. That's why we're Too many dead bodies we're, hanging. Well, you said it, not me. Uh, and the reason why we're upstairs here uh, at the table, which is a location that, uh, you know, someone we, we both know, I know better, a little bit better than you, but uh, Eric Nagel uh, chastised I love Nagel. me for doing a show up here. But then he why? Goes, well, because I was just like, what are people like seeing behind you? And I'm like, well, it's a map of Disneyland. That's kind of cool. It's like, a, it's like the first map of Disneyland. From, well, actually, no, it's not. It's a map from like the, the early 80s. It's an old map from Disneyland is the point. It's framed. It's cool. But then when I'm down in the garage and I've got like all my like, you know, little pop vinyl action figures and, and uh, records and little things there, he doesn't like that either. So I can't make him happy. So this is probably a good question for Jacob, uh, the YouTube administrator yeah. uh, and uh, all the people watching on YouTube. Maybe they could comment with this is what do you want to see in a background on a podcast like this when it is regular people interacting with their fans? Do you want to see a nice newsy background which seems to be the way things are going or do you want to yeah. see something real where uh geez there are children's art projects There's behind us yeah and this is the angle that we don't usually do this angle like usually which angle do you do straight to the wall yeah like this where now we don't have yeah i mean and actually it's more it's more it's further over than that the so. wood paneling is quirky yeah, I, uh, actually, like the it. the podcast room at the stand, a comedy club in the city, yeah, yeah. Uh, they paid big money to recreate the look that you just got when you bought the house for free. Yeah, uh, and then uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, the, what do you guys like to see in well, the backgrounds? Uh, Jacob has seen enough of my streams. He keeps waiting for the drain hose to burst down there, which sounds yep, definitely definitely worth it for that one. Uh, but there is a pipe in that room that uh, it, I think it did leak once. It hasn't burst. Now, the one thing I would do differently with your murder room thing, though, is yeah. I would lift the camera up. Like if you were going to stream more often. I don't want to show the ceiling, though. I no, I think it. you want to go eye level. I think you want to go oh. like you want to go up to shoot there. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, it's a great point. Uh, I'll have to. Uh, I, I I could have invested in like a ring light a long time ago, too. But honestly, I think having it a little dark. I'm only doing the audience a favor. To, to your point about the ring light, I won one in a raffle. Nice. And I started getting compliments on the ring light. Like people saying, Tom, did you look younger? Are you moisturizing? And I'm like, no, it was the ring light. The ring light actually did make some sort of a difference. Well, uh, YouTube administrator, uh, I want to see new backgrounds. Real is fine. Fake is boring-ish. Just no filter backgrounds. I think filter backgrounds can be funny if it's like not... You know, if you're like, you know, you have the bridge of the, the same, the Golden Gate Bridge that everybody well, has the bridge of the Starship Enterprise or okay. you have something like that, that like clearly it's not a place where you're trying to be. But uh, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know. Actually, I think on uh, StreamYard, it's tough to do that. And I I just don't want to invest in a green screen because then I feel like. I'm like, ask. that's a cry for help. I bought I think. it. And oh, yeah, I forgot. I, that's right. We did, we did a show. It was a few years ago now. It would have been the first season of Discovery. Oh, Last yeah. I was in New York, was yeah. uh, about three and a half years ago. And uh, I have two. I bought, a, I bought what was supposed to be. I have a, had a nice one that was too big that you had to hang up. Yeah. 
And then I bought a second one that's smaller, but you could do like, it's almost like a projector screen. You could pull it down and up. And in the end, I found people weren't responding. It didn't make much of a difference. Uh, well, I like this from Craig. Uh, he says, I appreciate the the homely touch. I think you mean the homey touch because homely means, well. Not you know, that attractive. Yeah, and definitely not about us. I'm framing here. No, yeah, obviously. Uh, but it matters not when you have a good conversation going. You earned yourself a bell there, Craig. Uh, God, I hope you go back to radio just to get that bell more use. Uh, background, Farad Muhammad, backgrounds are always a weird point for me for a lot of uh, YouTube and podcast videos. It's either blank or filled with nerd cred. That's what I fill mine with is nerd cred. As long as the background is true to the person, it's fine. Uh, so that that's why the next time you see me cast, it will be a lot of photos of John Wayne Gacy, because I think that that would probably just be appropriate. And Fred Muhammad says, I'd love to do a show with a green screened late night TV style background. I mean, I would like that. Well, what about a theme show? You should do a theme one like that. Can What's you change that? the backgrounds on this yard machine? No, I don't know. I don't think I can on StreamYard. I don't, I, you know, I've, I've had enough concerns about uh, the, this setup, uh, you know, that I don't want to, I, I don't want to try and uh, do that, but we're going to wind things down fairly soon. Cause we do have to go to, we lunch. do have to go to lunch. Yeah. So I want to, uh, fundamental, like after being here for, uh, not here at my house, it's been about an hour, but being in LA in the Valley for about these two weeks, uh, fundamental takeaways. Now you went up to Runyon Cannon, which Runyon Cannon Canyon, easy for you to say, uh, Runyon is, Canyon, Runyon Canyon, which is, uh, it, it's basically like the Times square of, uh, hiking trails. But, uh, but <sighs> if you're only coming for a little while and you're only going on one hike, it's really the one. In take. all fairness, it's not, that is a bad analogy because there were no Elmo's hiking with you trying to get pictures. You just didn't go at the right time of the day. Is, uh, are there weirdos up there? Uh, Elmo's? Yeah, definitely. Uh, for real? No. Okay. No, just different, just other muppets. No, I thoroughly enjoyed Runyon Canyon, and it was uh, maybe it was the time of day, but it felt just isolated enough. And what was nice for me as a beginner hiker, it was nice to be somewhere new and know somebody would find my body if I fell down. Like yeah. sometimes I go, I, I've become a big power walker or nature walker, and sometimes I go places, and it's like if I fell off my bike, nobody would find me for a few hours. Yeah, you know, like so th you, you'll post like Instagram stories. You'll drive out to the beach in Long Island in like January. And yeah, there's nobody there, and I'm like, I mean, yeah, if the one person that's there is the wrong person, yeah, well, we'll no, we'll, and Tom's Instagram stories will be Exhibit A. And, and to that point, one, the place I'm now going lately is someone said, Tom, there might be a serial killer near you, and I'm like, actually, there is the Gilgo Beach serial killer now. They keep burying the. Uh, bodies of uh deceased sex workers keep popping up and it's a huge subject look for the long island serial killer it's a huge story and then going the other way to another part of the beach where i'll walk alone is i've seen a lot of just naked men walking by themselves uh, and when i say a lot i mean two but still and That's you go and it's two more than i necessarily need to see mm -hmm. and you just sat there and there was one moment where i'm like you know what god this if this guy were to be aggressive and take my you know uh i there's nobody to help me. Uh, that said, I like the Runyon Canyon. Um, and my overall takeaways of LA is the, the sad parts are even sadder than you thought uh, being on the East Coast. Because you like you sort of think, oh, the tent cities can't be real. Oh, my God, they are. Mm -hmm. uh, and on a happier note is it's amazing to see how many beautiful neighborhoods like yours are right next to or 
you know, are are actually thriving. Like it, yeah. it's like it's not a big flaming ball of poop, and it nor but there are parts that are a big flaming ball. Yeah, of poop. well, and it's uh, you know, I've lived here almost uh, twenty years. Next year will be twenty years. And God, we, wow. yeah, I know it's uh, there, we'll we'll hit that point. And uh, my pal Tim Sicardo, who we're having lunch with, we moved out here at the same time. We've talked about like we'll hit that point where we'll have lived out here longer than we lived uh, back east. Uh, we're not there yet. But, yeah. But I was 28 when I moved out here, so you know. It's, yeah, it's and I and I think my big takeaway is I would love to do more freelance work out here. I don't know if I could afford it. Yeah. I don't know if it'll be, uh, but I would love to come out here more because I do feel my vibe is better right now. Uh, I actually had a great chat with Strahan about that. Is you you don't want to spend so much time in New York, especially right now as it's recovering and not recovering. Uh, it was nice to even just have like my hotel was nice, and it was nice yeah. to have a window. That looked yes. out and that had sunlight. Uh, I do think that uh, New York has much better mornings than this part of L.A. Like it feels like it's about to rain till about nine here. I don't know if it's because of yeah, the mountains. Yeah, no, it, it's uh, it's what they like to call the marine layer. And even you, know, it's like you go out to the beach and it's cloudy, and then like right around noon the sun comes out. There's not a cloud in the sky. Uh, it is usually cloudy in the morning, and uh, it makes it very difficult. Uh, it's not so hard to dress yourself, but when you're trying to dress a small human who is to be out of the house for like around eight hours, you need to figure out like, well, I guess like yeah. today was a, a long pants, but short sleeve shirt day. Uh, it's like, cause it's 75 at the peak of the day, but it was like 55 when we went. Yeah. So huge range. The ra there's ranges is, is a lot bigger. You don't have the humidity. So, uh, it's a lot of like, you know, it's a lot of like, you got to bring a jacket. You should always have like a sweatshirt in your car. And because you are going to drive anywhere you go. And and it's funny. Can we answer Jacob Lee Downey's question? Because uh, I put one, this in my Instagram story. Right yeah, you may not have seen this Instagram I story I, I posted. This one. I see a so lot of, com ahead. coming out of a comedy well, the chateau. Question is, uh, what happened with the smoking garbage can? Yeah. And so after killing it at the comedy chateau, uh, I walk out and there's just a garbage can just like smoking, white smoke coming out. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, if this were New York in the year 2000, you were in New York for 9-11, you, you yeah. know, I would be afraid it was a bomb about to go off. Sure. And what I found discerning was just how very comfortable everybody was that this garbage can could burst into flames at any second. Yeah, I mean, it was yeah. probably just smoking in the way that, you know, people... Yeah, like, cigarette, like the old, the old uh, train yard hobos are, uh, you know, so you have to over... Yeah, people were just very comfortable with it. The hobos... Uh, where yeah, just trying to keep themselves warm. Uh, it's a it's a it's a very different city in that it is not a city in the way that I grew up thinking of. New York City is separated by bridges and tunnels from the rest, and you go into it. It's it's an event, and I understand that now it costs like seventeen dollars. So the actual like there's the crossing here. It just all kind of runs in together. It runs into the suburbs. It runs into the beach, and it's you know it takes up a a, a lot of space on, on a map, but it's you know what like twenty miles really. You're talking about yeah, not like the the entire. New York metro area, but it's, uh, and then there's just a little pockets of, uh, you know, you go to places where things are problematic these days. You just see the, we had 10 cities before we have more of them now, you know, they were kind of confined to the proverbial like skid row downtown was really where you used to see them, uh, right next to the pinata district. Yes. Los Angeles has okay. a pinata district. It's where you go to buy your pinatas for parties. And, 
uh, a few blocks over would be the uh, the neighborhood where you're like, oh, I'm going to make sure the doors are locked because there's tents and there's people sleeping on the streets. Okay. This is pre-pandemic. So, so I mean, is there the, is a Pinata District a, a touristy thing? If you know about it, yeah. I mean, it's really for locals. Like, to, if you're like, gonna, if you're, if you want to get a really good pinata for your birthday yeah. party, you're gonna go to the pinata yeah. district. Take a swing at it. If you don't want, uh, if you if you don't really care, maybe you don't like your kids so much. Just go to Party City. And so get what they have. Funny story, kid I grew up with. Uh, he is known for like throwing parties that. Like even at age twenty, he he would throw parties with, he, he basically throws kids parties for twenty years olds with alcohol, uh, long before it was cool. Anyway, I went to one, his Fourth of July party this year, and I guess there's a guy at work nobody particularly cares for. Yeah. Oh yeah, geez. Uh, <laughs> it's okay. Yeah, so but the there's a guy at work. That, he's you know he's a he, he's a he's a child in a grown up's body. One of those guys, good guy, uh, but also a little crazy. He works at the post office and threw a party and may or may not have thrown a party where they thought one guy was not going to come to the party, like one guy that they didn't like. And so he had a pinata made that looks like the guy. Oh, no. And then the guy came to the party. Now my friend with no self-awareness, uh, let the kids take swings at, put the pinata up anyway. And God bless the guy. God bless the guy. Uh, the guy's at the party. He's like, wait, that kind of looks like me. Well, children are swinging. And the best part about the pinata is these kids swung for like half an hour beating up on this poor guy. And after they broke the pinata up, there was no candy in the pinata because this guy thought that would be funny. That Oh, boy. Yeah, so I mean, it's sort of beating like just in just, front of this man. Just beating. <laughs> yeah. And the other funny story he told me that is not funny if it happens to someone you know, but it's funny if it's this guy, Matt. And Matt, I guess uh, they're having the big communion party for the family, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, Matt loves like one party trick per thing. Like he's the guy who would hire the little person throwing or the little person who can uh, wrestle or whatever, like little stunt. He, he always has a party stunt. So his wife, his mother and mother-in-law are slaving and cooking and preparing food for everything. And without asking anybody or telling anybody, he hired barbecue Santa to cater the party so now everybody's made like three lasagnas and whatnot and suddenly santa claus shows up with a barbecue truck i love it and yet he is still married <laughs> it's one of well, those and it ends with yet he is still yeah, married he is still married yeah. yeah i love the idea of barbecue santa and uh there's, uh, there's another making your that... making all the women in your life angry and yeah. there's a and there's just a santa there and the funny one part was uh his wife tells the story is we were so angry and the worst part was the barbecue was really good. Well, I mean, if you're barbecue Santa, it's gonna it's gonna taste like reindeer. Anyway, I think that uh, the takeaway is that uh, L.A. is an interesting place to visit because it's different, especially if you come when it's uh, you know. I mean, the April May it's not freezing in New York, but it was it's been largely it's been warmer here, so I think that's nice when yeah. you go away and you get into the sun. But yeah, it's very different. It's not for uh, it's obviously not for everybody, uh, but uh yeah it's the same thing like the idea of like when i've had to like work in new york for like a week or whatever over the last well, now almost 20 years it's fun but then i come home and i'm like oh yeah yeah, yeah. i have my my large parking lots in the san fernando valley i have the greenery around although you know most things look like they're dead throughout most of the year here. yeah but, you know you have the outdoors and stuff like that so. so this is spring though but i'll tell you the flowers and stuff were beautiful yeah uh the nate like i i 
Yeah, I thought it would look like a desert, and it doesn't. No, I mean, it, 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 it'll look a little bit more like that uh, once it's actually in the, the peak of summer. And, you know, it just depends. I saw a Facebook memory of mine from the other, uh, from like eight years ago. It was like 108 one day, like this same week. So it just, uh, it comes and goes. There was a, the first year I lived here. I was working in Burbank. I, I lived in Hollywood because uh, I still had delusions of show business at that point. But uh, and it was like 102 in early April. And I'm like, where did I go? You know, you just have to you just have to wrap your head around it. Uh, and uh, I don't know. I have fun well, and I'm glad that uh, you everywhere you and listen, everywhere you live is awful. Listen, today in New York, there was a big thunder strike or lightning strike that was heard all in the tri-state area at around 6 a.m. to the point where I know two people who thought it was Putin sending missiles. You know, wherever you live, there's something messed up. By the way, Vladimir Putin also just added to the roster. Of the game show. We just say game show. Compound Media. He's actually going to have a new podcast there. You know. Uh, I I believe you signed a non-disclosure. So I don't know if you. So here's what drives me nuts about Compound Media is there's at least two people going, Putin's not that bad. Putin's writing all this. Well, you know, I mean, I I think that uh, the thing you can say about Vladimir Putin. It's very handsome. Uh, if there's anybody who should keep their shirt off, it's him. I think I saw him riding on a horse in Runyon yeah. Canyon. Oh yeah, I think you I think you probably did, and that's why Topless. you were like, and that's why you were like, oh my god, no one's gonna save me. <laughs> uh, anyway, Tom, uh, we'll do this again in a few short weeks. I'm gonna come up to your uh, apartment. And I'm inviting myself. To actually, do you want to record there? Of course. Because I actually put like so. Here's the annoying thing. I put money into a little studio. The nice thing about not having loved ones is you can put money into your podcast toys. Speaking of loved ones, uh, Tom's parents, how many times have they seen you perform comedy? Once for once at The View doing warm up for my father, twice at The View uh, with my uh, mom. Right. And I only mention that because I'm, I'm sure your mother has seen me 20 times. My mom has seen yeah. me 20 times. But listen, and again, I say this this is my recurring joke that I need to put into the stand up, but I can't figure out how. My parents are very supportive for two human beings who don't think I'm funny. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> anyway, so you don't have loved ones, so you spend money on your home. Yeah. Studio. And when I say loved ones, down the ladder. Obviously, I love my parents and they yeah, love me. Yeah. But and, they don't think of brother and your nephews. Like yeah. Oh, 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 and my co- the whole the whole bunch of them. My cousins. Uh, they're every, gr- everyone we were paged with. At NBC, they don't, well, they think of uh, <laughs> are you saying their loved ones are also people Len, who don't think I'm funny? Uh, I was. Uh, yeah. Sometimes both Len Berman. Len Berman. Uh, just in some oh, inside jokes for days. Anyway, oh my God. so you've uh, created uh, the Tom <laughs> Kelly compound. <laughs> yes. Uh, uh, what was this? Uh, 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 Kim Jong Un, by the way. Uh, also, a, is a, a podcast on the time. See, you know what's funny though is I think they would be against Kim Jong Un. Yeah, probably. Yeah, Wait, but this right. Putin's great. Kim Jong Un, not so much. Yeah. Oh, that that soundbite of Tom Kelly saying that Putin is. Yeah, I'm doomed. Yeah. I'm doomed. Uh, Putin yada. Oh my God, that let's let's let Jacob Lee down here to YouTube administrator. In Soviet Russia, Putin yada. Putin yada smashes you. That's a so. Have you are you on TikTok? No, you might I'm like it because they're no, but they're I'm old. But the dads I'm are a little going older on. than you. I'm just old enough where I can't be on it. Okay, so there, if you were to follow the right amount of people, there's one guy, Ben Rosenberg, about our age. Uh, his he came over from Russia at age four, lived in grew up in Queens, loves the Mets. Uh, but he does he has a huge Russian American following where mm-hmm. he'll do that voice, yeah, 
and he's just dry. His humor is so dry. Like you and I might not think he's funny. So he's millennial Yakov Smirnoff. He's millennial Yakov Smirnoff. Yeah, I like that. I'm very proud of that. All right, Jacob, we right. down. He got the plug one. Uh, all right, so Tom, well, Tom, do you want to make sure you get the plugs in one more time? I, I mean, uh, for the three of you still here, but the, but the, the people are gonna people who subscribe are gonna listen. Okay, I can't, I don't have my headphones on, so I don't know if they can hear you when you hold it like that. Well, you can. Yeah, do you need me? Do you need me to, here? Do you want me to just give you the big? Boy I, I don't think the headphone stops working when I. Look, I don't know. Like I look now, I look like I'm selling Time Life books, or uh, uh, I feel like I'm flying my uh, little uh, Cessna into the ocean. Yes, no, this is my impersonation of JFK. JFK JFK. You know, I the last time, the first time I came to California, and uh, was the weekend JFK Jr. died. Wow. Yeah, and all the do footage. You, do you remember what you said? CMB, uh, MSNBC turned into. Uh, the, Tell me. I like. I, I, you referred to it as uh, the the boat network because they just had footage of the boat that was looking. It's all it was. It was the boat. Like at least with a car a chase. Joke from I don't know what year that was. 98, 98, 98, 99. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was summer of ninety nine. Yeah. Yeah, and I and all it was was I remember just recovering from whatever night of drinking I had at Larry Sullivan's little Santa Monica apartment, and it was just all boat all the time. So uh, if people have enjoyed this, and even if they haven't, where can they join Oh, Oh, com is the gateway to all things Tom Kelly. Uh, unlike Christian Blatt, I do have a TikTok at Tom Kelly Show. Uh, I'd love it if you hit the likes over there. Uh, I'm on Instagram as Tom Kelly Show. I am on Venmo as Tom Kelly Show. And the Tom Kelly Show podcast, I think you guys, if you're patient enough to, to gut this out, uh, you would love it in small. You'd love me. There's you'd love two, me. There's, if the problem is that for some reason you like me but you know the show is too long the two episodes with me they're like what 20 i I, there, I think there's something to be said about giving people a beginning middle and end to a show yeah and, uh, never, and you are I've great never given them any of those things uh, on my but, own show maybe as a guest but, but the cool know. thing about streaming with you is actually now we're leaving as the numbers are going up or yeah. as jacob lee downey is adding more of his fake accounts so he could talk to himself yeah yeah no i think that that might very well be the case well that's all the places you can find tom kelly and you'll find him in a few weeks again on the Blackcast when we're in new york and uh also you can subscribe to the Blackcast youtube channel b-l-a-d-t-c-a-s-t and of course so, uh, follow me at christian dmz on twitter and instagram i'm not on the other ones uh there is the christian dmz facebook share it with a friend too How, do you make your friends share things uh, i don't uh but uh i know that uh, eric nagel is big on the tell 10 friends who will then i like that no, it's good and i i don't have 10 friends so i don't want to assume that people who would gravitate towards me would also have 10 friends i don't want to friend shame anyone is really what it comes down to tell two Tell yeah, two. Okay, yeah, tell two. Tell uh, Oswald Ghoul and Len Berman. Len Berman. Len Berman. Len Berman, and I will see you next time. Our next episode, possibly a couple episodes, will be uh, discussing the uh, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, which I'm seeing tonight. Humble brag. Uh, but uh, we'll have a podcast up for it probably Friday. So if you haven't seen it yet, don't click on the next episode. That is all the time we have now, except because Kemi Egan popped in at the last second. I'm bummed. I missed this. Kemi Egan, we're going to end. You just go ahead and re-rack it, go right back to the beginning, and then you leave your comments in the comment section. 
I promise I'll respond maybe even on the next episode, but at least in the chat. Love Cam A. Egan. That's all the time we have. We'll see you next time on the Blackcast. Good night, LA. Hooray for Hollywood Where you're terrific If you're even good Where anyone at all From TV's lassie To Monroe's chassis Is equally understood Go out and try your luck You might be Donald Duck Hooray for Hollywood So this right here is what we like to call some bonus content. This is the microphone test before we actually started, but magically placed at the end of the show. Tom, what do you have to say for yourself as a test? So I, it's Tom Kelly testing at the end of the broadcast. But it's before. So this is very Quentin Tarantino. This is like Pulp Fiction in the middle there is definitely a dead body in the trunk. So wait, am I going to be dead or who, which of us will you be know dead? What? That's the thing. We don't which know of us is dead. Point. One of us is definitely dead. So you might have to edit this. And <laughs> Yeah. And uh, because I've never done the the two microphones hooked up to the, uh, basically the two girls, one cup of the black cast. I've never done before. Two girls, one mic. Two girls, one mic. Did we just name the show? I think we, we might've, we definitely might've. Everybody hope you enjoyed what you already heard. Wish us luck in a time vacuum. And we'll see you next time. Oh, go ahead. No. Oh, oh, so this is the end. This is the end because we're going to listen back to the test. Okay. Goodbye. Or hello. Oh, would you look at that? There's a new episode of the Black Cast on my phone ready to play right now. Listening to Black Cast. I don't want to watch what's on the TV. iTunes that put on the BC. Podcasts on, no talking to me. Listening to Black Cast. Keep up on comics and movies. Two phone ring, I answer hoodies. I can't talk, call back if you please. Listening to Black Cast. You don't know what you are missing. Damn fine show hosted by Christian. He's just dope, no ass, I'm kissing. Listening to Black Cast. Click subscribe on this podcast. You won't be the first, but don't you be last. Listen while you pumping your gas. Listening to Black Cast. On this episode, it's Jean Grey talking about the things that she say. So distracted, didn't feed Bay. Listening to Black Cast. Met this girl, she smiled at my face. Black Cast insulated my place. Had one beer, she brought a whole case. Listening to Black Cast. Cops knock on the door and listen. Black Cast's on, they think I'm Christian. Cops ran off, now I ain't tripping. Listen into Black Cast. My point is, listen to this show. Don't need me to tell you it's dope. Rock so hard like Johnny Litho. Listen into Black Cast. Oh, yeah, that's the Black Cast. It's on the Ghost Twin TV or whatever. Oh, it's not. Oh, it's on AfterBuzz TV. That's right. But that guy, Christian, you rock. Alright, several Texas had to go take care of some business, but I'm here to say, have a nice day, and listen to the damn show.